Welcome to Trash Compactor, Obi-Wan Kenobi Reaction Edition. I'm Josh, and joining me here today is Bracey. Hey. Yikes. Johnny. Hello. Murray. Oh, hello. And on loan from our cousin podcast, The Secret Origins of Mint Condition, Chris. Hi there. Today, we're going to be discussing the first two episodes of the Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi, parts one and two. So let's get into it. Overall reactions, Bracey, overall reactions to these two episodes. It's been a long time since I felt a very specific type of magic from Star Wars that I'd been missing. And uh, this show kind of brought it back. Um, and so I, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't perfect, but it definitely added a new layer to the character. And it, it, it left me with a special feeling in my tummy. That was oh, nice, Bracey. The, the the chill that went up my spine was not as much as your introduction, <laughs> but that was nice. I liked it. Hey. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, you're going to have to kill that voice if I'm going to focus long enough to do this episode, man. I'm just saying. Chris, overall reactions? Yeah. You know, I I really wanted to not be interested in this. And then I saw the trailer and went, well, shit. This is a thing I think I'm going to enjoy. So I guess I have to watch it. And and I did. And um. And honestly, I, I really, I really dug it overall. Uh, I agree with what Bracey said about feeling the magic of it. Um, I was excited to watch it. And then I, I felt like it, it held up for a number of reasons, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get into. But honestly, even the start screen uh, on Disney Plus with the, the POV behind the Inquisitor of Obi-Wan looks badass and just set the tone. I was like ready to go when I saw that screen. I think that's supposed to be Vader because I think that's Vader's hilt. Oh, is it okay? So sure. even, not to even, get too yeah, dorky even better. I was honestly, I was <laughs> Nerd all alert. The Inquisitors. The Inquisitors is what sold me. As soon as I saw the the Inquisitors in the trailer, I'm like, oh fuck, they look so good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, because you're a, a Rebels guy, right? I am. I've watched Clone Wars, which took me a long time to get into because the animation bugged me. But mm -hmm. um, but once I did, I actually enjoyed the stories they were telling. Uh, once we got past sort of the first first you know first two seasons or so. Um, and then, yes, and then in Rebels, um, that was the thing I, I ended up enjoying. There was some goofiness there, too, but but like ordinary Star Wars goofiness. So um, so getting to learn a little bit more about the Inquisitors was was uh, very exciting for me. Johnny, overall reactions. I thought it was great. Um, I, I think this is the heaviest thing that they've done since uh, Revenge of the Sith and maybe some Kylo Ren scenes. I don't know. But I just feel like I felt the weight of everything like this felt really important in a way that was beyond blowing up a space station this felt yeah. important as in like this is the way of our culture you know and um yeah like the everything was kind of at stake um philosophically i felt and so to see obi-wan and the, the the stages of grief and denial and caution like i thought that was brilliant um, I've always been interested in seeing what you McGregor could do with like, uh, a much more of a character driven sort of Obi-Wan piece. And this is exactly what we're getting. So I think it's great. And the fact that it's like, we're almost like, well, a third of the way done. Is this like, we've watched <laughs> two out of six episodes. Yeah. So I thought, yeah. I thought the, I thought the pacing is kind of fantastic, uh, because I thought that, um, not a lot happened, but everything that did happen was important. And I felt like it was earning every moment that was building to the next one. So I was like, I wasn't floored, but I was like, oh, I am like really intrigued by what I'm watching. And, it, and I'm like, I'm so curious about what's going to happen next. I like what you said about the heaviness. It's 
I don't, I can't think of Star Wars having done a, they sort of started to get into it with, with Mandalorian and, and Book of Boba Fett, but like, it's a post-war story. What do you do yeah. when the war has been lost? Mm-hmm. And there is exactly like what you said, the weight there really, really, mm-hmm. I think they handle it beautifully. Mm-hmm. So well, the interesting thing, though, about uh, the post-war story of Mando and Book of Boba Fett is it's uh, the post-war where the quote unquote good guys won. Yep. So what we're feeling here and John, I really like the way you articulated that because I think you're exactly right. There's a sense of desperation and and a heaviness. Yeah. And I think that that's really reflected in the Obi-Wan character, in particular in episode one. But Murray, overall reactions. I mean, I really liked it. I'm a sucker for a like super depressed uh hero it just like <laughs> because it like it speaks to me but it's also like interesting because i always think of it like whereas um this is from like losing a battle but i even think of like when i'm playing like final fantasy 7 like what does cloud do now that he like saved the world like what do you do then and of course it's a different thing for um obi-wan because he is um a lot more lost but it's just like so i'm such a sucker for a like existential crisis and like a hero where they're just mm. trying to figure out like what are they doing and it it took me a while even though like i love that but like when they did it uh for luke part of me should have loved that like you know for last jedi but i was like so like heartbroken that my hero like was human <laughs> type thing <laughs> um but with uh obi-wan it's just like that like took me in right away because i was like this guy gets it like i like it and it's interesting Mm. so well that's interesting i was actually getting luke and last jedi vibes from from obi-wan in that first episode in particular oh 100 percent we i I liked that we sort of learned where maybe maybe obi-wan imparted more on luke than we thought for sure i'm with you josh no yeah because i thought that exact same thing the more so when i watched it the second time like i really made the connection that you just alluded to chris where, you know, it's funny because one of the complaints about Luke's portrayal in The Last Jedi is that, you know, they expected him to be like more of the Obi-Wan figure <laughs> and like he is mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's get into it. Let's start at the beginning. I really enjoyed the prequel recap. Something that I thought was actually very interesting was in the recap, they showed the moment where... um Qui-Gon asks Obi-Wan to train Anakin with his final words, mm-hmm. which surprised me because as, you know, people who have talked about the prequels once or twice over the years, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, one of the things um, that often comes up is this idea about how that fact of that Qui-Gon is the one who gets Obi-Wan to train Anakin and that, in fact, in the Phantom Menace, Obi Wan doesn't even want to train Anakin. He's they coming. also show they also show the Yoda saying, "Yes, exactly, yes. training." Yeah, yeah. Yep. yes. Oh, which I'm really excited about. I would like to hear them almost like have it out, like, um, because being on the out, like we finish the saga, we know that the prophecy is true. It was just offset, you know. Like the Vader right. did eventually bring balance to the four, you know, Anakin um, did, but like from where they're standing. They didn't. So I would love to have a scene between Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon where instead of it's like, oh, yes, master, it's kind of like questioning, like, like what is like, like you question Obi-Wan's ghost? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I yeah. still feel that. Go ahead, Chris. I was quickly I was going to say, actually, that that recap really kind of made me a little sad because 
all I could think was what really made for me the recap work is it retold the story of the Clone Wars from Obi-Wan's perspective. And it made me think those prequels might have actually been so wildly different and maybe much more interesting if it had been Obi-Wan's story guest starring Anakin as opposed to the other way around. What this really feels like for me, this is sort of an alternate version of the saga where if the follow-up to episode three wasn't Star Wars A New Hope that we all know, but if this was episode four, because it is kind of interesting, just watching the prequels, it does feel like Obi-Wan is the main character. He's the one that has the closest thing to like a hero's journey. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like, how is he going to save his son, his brother, his Mm. his friend, right? And it's interesting because of like sort of the backwards way the Star Wars saga is told it's like i just feel like you know if you were writing them chronologically you wouldn't then skip ahead and make it all about luke who we don't know like you would be like well what happens to Mm -hmm. Mm obi-wan yeah sure um right after the recap we start out uh with a flashback to order 66 and the very first shot uh, we center on a girl which i assume we're supposed to think think is reva right I think it's her. It's either yeah. her or her yeah. sister, yeah. I'm surprised Disney went ahead uh, without even adding, you know, like a content warning at the beginning. <laughs> they I did heard they some, put they did a tiny one. Yeah. Oh, I, really? I saw, I saw on the internet that they added a tiny one somewhere, but I don't yeah. I don't know where it was. Uh, yeah, I didn't see it, but yeah. Because I just saw Stranger Things as well, and they and immediately they Stranger Things were like, we have some graphic content that is disturbing and be warned and shot. Yeah, and this was I shot mean, before the recent events happened. Yeah. And yeah, like, obviously right. it was, it was dropped yeah. with almost within 24 hours of them happening. Yeah. Shooting happening. Yeah. yeah and and at I mean, that point they can't change it. No, no. And especially because like, if that really is Reva, then this is an important part of her backstory that I'm sure mm. is going to factor in later. So, so I don't think you can remove that. Without kind of unraveling the whole thing. No. I was going to say that they'll probably show more flashbacks or something like that to reveal Mm. who she is. And that's probably integral to what she does. Just how cool that opening scene was that with the lightsaber glow. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. That's like, I'm still not kind of like used to it. So when she's like fighting in the closed quarter hallway, um, the Jedi that gets gunned down, like it was... Awesome. And like, I yeah. think those were actual dudes in suits too. The the clone yes. troopers. Yeah. Yes, and I was like, oh, time. that's yeah. what they're supposed to look like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they look they a lot look scarier than feel. Like, they look, you know, they're like, way more intimidating as a dude in the suit. You know? yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to revisiting that scene like in time. I, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I actually totally forgot about the until I was talking to our, our friend of the podcast, James. Uh, I totally forgot about that first scene because it the the Tuesday hit me so so hard. Yeah. By the time yeah. I watched it, I I somehow I watched the scene and then I just completely forgot about it. So I'm looking forward yeah. to revisiting it because I thought it looked great, but like it was a really rough week for me personally. So I'm looking forward to going back and like admiring the scene instead of just mm. reacting to it in a visceral way. You touch upon something interesting, Chris, and I know you guys had an episode of of Secret Origins that I was a guest on where we were discussing. The redemption of Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things for James that I think really makes Vader slash Anakin irredeemable is that scene mm-hmm. where we see him about to murder a room full of kids, right? Mm-hmm. And right. it's not shying away from the horror of what that is. It's actually right. leaning into it. It's showing more kids and 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 showing what was happening there. So I feel like with this show 
is doing that you know the mainline star wars movies i don't know if they could really get into in the same way as i really feel like they're dealing in a more oblique way the implications of the dark shit that actually happened in those movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah oh 100 um, agree with you i think yeah, but- it was, you know um it felt in in for me personally in in the revenge of the sith it feels like a little bit like okay what's the worst thing he can do that makes him that would make him fall to the dark side we'll have him kill kids and i think that happens in a lot of storytelling is like okay what's the worst thing that we can do and that's how you see sort of like you end up seeing things like characters committing like genocide or racist acts or like Mm -hmm. sexual violence like how do we make this make it clear this person's a villain right um it doesn't feel like that in i mean yes continuity is important for the episode but in the episode at least you know what i'm what i can remember from the scene it's just it's done really well and it feels like an organic part of the story rather than they did it for shock value no this is part of the narrative and i can respect and appreciate that as opposed to trying to blindside somebody even before the shooting. so we'll also so we'll also not only that so if we're just sort of accepting that this is the backstory of the reva character then what the show was actually showing us is it's showing us how that trauma shapes a child for the rest of their life but Yes. One quick question, though, is we have to also assume that if it is her, that she's been lied to because she says Anakin Skywalker's name. And so if Anakin's the one that killed all the younglings, like, why would you join them? Well, I mean, it's it is the dark side. One. I don't think think she's sorry. What? No, I was saying I'm 100% with you, Bracey. That's what I was going to say. So please keep going. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think that that's something that, it, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the show uh, potentially proving mm. me wrong. But I don't feel like when you get to that point where you're like, oh, the pa- like, you know, we celebrate power here. He was powerful. He took out all these other Jedi and they were weak. And I believe in this power structure now. I don't see that as a bad thing. I, I, I have drunk well, the Kool-Aid. I, I guess, yeah, I guess what I want to know is like how you would make the leap because you would, why would you join the side of the purse? Like, well, because she's a, I feel like she's a young child there. So what would happen is they'll probably take her under capture and mm-hmm. through years of indoctrination. And that's what I'm saying. What I want to look like, yeah, she'll become yeah. Reva, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's why I guess like that happens. And then one day she's like, cool, I'm a bad guy now, which is, Kind of like what happened when, with Anakin in the movie. Yeah, that's what happened with Anakin in the movies. But, but what gives but, me hope here is how how beautifully they poetically show that whole moment in time. Like if yeah. you watch it, there's only two shots. It's like the first one mm-hmm. where they uh, 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 they're practicing, and then all of a sudden they're getting attacked, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the camera switches outside that room after that whole first battle, mm-hmm. and then it follows the, the moment. Yeah, and and then and what running, you watch yeah. the last thing that you see is the mm-hmm. kids are running up this this runway yeah. that the mm-hmm. lightsabers are being extinguished out yeah. like on the side. Yeah. So it's like so beautifully visually telling you like what happened. And what was the context of these kids, even if you haven't seen that movie, which mm. gives me hope. It's like, if you could tell that in two shots, would you took like George Lucas, like mm. three movies to fail at sell- <laughs> like selling, um, like then I think I, you know, you've got, I, I'm, I'm on board. What, what, shots where are we going? Shots, shots we going? fired. Shots it's fired. More, it's, it's, it's very poetic. Yeah. So we touched on it a little bit, but what do we think about how we find Obi-Wan and how Love we it. meet him in this? 
yep. yeah i'm i'm with Murray. i love it i think it, i think it suits the character mm-hmm. um if he is what they saying he is which is laying low and not trying to draw attention to himself he would do something like salt of the earth matter of fact job mm-hmm. he wouldn't become like the town shaman or a doctor which would bring attention yeah. he would just be like a cog in a machine and um and yet again a little bit of that weirdness that i always love in star wars because like what is he doing they're carving like meat cubes out of a giant sand manta wraith. Yeah, that, yep. That's been long dead. I was like, that's cool. They don't explain what it is or where I it know, came from. I know, I love it. Yes. And they don't that's, know. Just, yes. that's just where the meat comes from. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, and know, I'm like, that's, that's and brilliant. I'm so appreciative they didn't bother like telling us yeah. the story yeah. of this beast and what it is or what it means. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. Just let Star Wars like be a weird like a weird lived-in environment that mm-hmm. everybody everybody would know that that's what's going on. How just how we know how we get our meat and stuff like that. So it would, no one would need to talk about it unless they're like a, a vegan or something like that. And and there's great <laughs> moments in these scenes where you see that you see that the workers are getting ripped off and Obi-Wan looks concerned. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then that, when he's, when he's in the cave and, and the Jawa rips him off, mm-hmm. he's really polite to the Jawa, even though the Jawa's ripping him off. And, yeah, like, was, and so uh, you see yeah. like, you see Obi-Wan's like elegance still and his compassion still coming through, even I, though he's in a situation where he can't really do much about it. Yeah. That's what I love. The conflict of him wanting to do the right thing mm-hmm. and, but knowing that he can't because he's got a much bigger task at hand. That's more important for him to like lay and low. See, so and I actually, like, it's funny. I didn't even think when I was watching him, I didn't even think that he was, wanting to necessarily do something about it it looked more like an instinct that sort of needed to be shoved down like yeah, it's yeah, right. instinct, yep. because like yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't get the impression that he necessarily wanted to get involved so much as this is what he's always done and in the prequels we see he's always well that's like, kind of impulsive that's, he literally he literally yeah. in attacking the clones like at the first sign of danger he literally jumps yeah. out a window yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and this is what they talk about when the inquisitor is like it's like an itch you know yeah, yeah. they yeah. have to scratch this itch to help people so and that he, line like, i agree yeah. with you chris he's just like he feels compelled to help he doesn't know this guy it's yeah. not like he's in love with him he's just like he's like this is wrong and you feel it he's just like he's pushing himself down like don't do anything and he doesn't give the food to the guy. He doesn't give his wages nope. to the guy. He never interacts with that guy again, right? Like he keeps his yeah. distance. So it's not, it's not like on a human level. It's like on a level. Well, I mean, it is human in a way, but it's more of like on a justice level. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel that it was. I don't know. I I saw it like more of a a conflict than just like keeping that that itch down. But I'm sure that maybe I just like projected too much into it but i no, just no, like the 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 complexity of seeing like horrors but like you can't do anything about it yeah because- it's nazi germany basically you know yeah the other thing too is that like as a viewer you want obi-wan to do something it's like yes yeah. yeah so like so so you understand it you feel it it's not only his itch it's also your itch i watched yeah. that scene earlier today when the guy's like do you have a problem with this and i said out loud you don't even know dude <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you, you have yeah. no idea yeah. like the thunder you could be calling the da- down upon yourself right now but it's like but that's what's great about it because he has no choice he has to- i want to uh, go back and talk a second about that thing that the grand inquisitor does say so good. he's great that line that he says when he's in the bar and they used it in the trailer, the first trailer. He, they did. Um, 
he says their compassion leaves a trail. Yeah. Mm. And I don't know if he says it in that scene, but somebody says later, uh, the way you hunt Jedi is you let them hunt themselves or something. Mm-hmm. To that effect. He says it in that scene. He says when he when he says, do you know what do you know who we are? The bartender says, you you know what we do. And he says, you hunt Jedi. And he says, well, I would say that the Jedi hunt themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. Exactly. I, yeah. So but I that- dug that whole philosophical. I like Jedi cannot help what they mm-hmm. are. I appreciate him saying the scene. I like that Reva ends the dissertation. Like it was a nice balance of okay, that was a good speech. Okay, but now let's let's get going. And it shows I, the discord like growing between yep. the, the discord. Yeah, you know, uh, coincidentally, uh, tragically, uh, Ray Liotta died recently. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it makes it made me want to go back and watch Goodfellas because and sure. um, I really do think that uh, Riva is the Joe Pesci of the group, where mm-hmm. it's like even though they're on the same side, she's a psychotic, wild person that they can't control. And so he's like, all right, bring her back for, bring him back for interrogation. And she literally tries to chop him in half in mm-hmm. the instant. And he stops That was her. really cool, by the I know. way. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, she's still like, trying. Even when he's, yeah. her, she's still and, trying. So, and, and it's like, they are bad guys. They're, they're evil. But even they are like, dude, there's like protocol. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we have to like talk to him. He might know where other Jedi are. Yada, yada, yada. You can't just yeah. chop off everybody's head because you feel yeah. like it. <laughs> Absolutely. Know? But this, this, to- maybe it's because of the times, but this, this whole scene um one magically began the painting of the feeling that i was looking for that i spoke about at the at the opening of this is just like that feeling that i feel was painted in new hope where obi-wan was like before the dark times before the empire and i had been longing to get the sense of what that feeling was and then lo and behold i was like oh it feels a lot like now 2022 yeah. <laughs> like, like you know like, like the reason oh, that they hunt, yeah. they hunt themselves is because they still care about something better than the way that it is currently mm-hmm. and like they and if they're gonna if they're willing to stick their neck out it in in this shit storm like we're gonna find Someone notices yeah Someone mm-hmm. notices. Exactly. Yeah. exactly they stand they out yeah. exactly yeah. and that's that means you're in some dark times yeah. and it's yeah. like god damn it why yeah. does this have to be so good and so bad? All of them. Imagine living at a time where like everything's just like everyone's against each other and being kind is seen as a weakness. Man, that would be that'd be horrible. To be I can't even, that like feels that. like some sort of sci-fi book. <laughs> yeah. Right, that we're, we're, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. So and there's no trust. Yeah, oh, man. That's, yeah. I have a question for I want to say Chris because he's the, the resident um, rebels and uh Clone Wars watcher, right? Sure, yeah. Um, so to my understanding, like, so you could use the force but not be like associated with the light or the dark side, right? Because isn't the right. dark like isn't Sith only supposed to have two Sith, which is like kind of weird that it was like two people versus like everybody and yeah, well these guys the I don't we, think the, I don't think those the are just titles are Sith. Yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not Sith. So you can No, but a- that's what I'm saying. Like so but you can like Yes. You be a force user that's not associated with Right. Either, it's yeah, it's party. <laughs> No, 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 you're absolutely right because it was it was binary for a long time and then mm-hmm. and I and at some point, I don't know when, I'm sure it was done in the books, 
before the series were done because I had heard the term gray Jedi before, which is oh, okay. some, a, a, a force user who can use, but who will use both sides of the force. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, but yeah, they get into it in, in clone wars. They get into it in rebels um, because by the time, spoiler alert, by the time <laughs> Maul comes back, um, he what? is no longer a Sith <laughs> because oh. he's been replaced. So yeah. now he's just yeah. this this outcast, this force user. Um, you also have the Witches of Dathomir that they also use the force, but not necessarily the light or dark side, their own sort of force magic. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. Um, well, the, so we, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. You, you explain it because you're the expert, and then I'll go. No, 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 no. By all means, jump in, <laughs> jump in. Well, I was going to say, like, the way I kind of see it is just like uh, they're titles. And the, just like there could only be one president and one vice president of the United States, there could only be two mm. cents, whatever. But other people oh. are politicians. Other people can yeah. use the force. And the way, just going from the movies, the way that I kind of understand the force is that um, it's, it's a bacteria spectrum. in your blood. It, there you go. It's a spectrum. <laughs> but if you start getting tempted with dark side abilities and, um, inspirations it's kind of like a black hole that sucks you in that's like hard to get away from and it can override everything it's like it's like people that can dabble with like hard drugs and eventually the drug is going to take over you know so i i I, like yeah like i feel like there is like a we kind of think of things like lightning is a dark side power Mm -hmm. whatever is a whatever but i just think it's much more of like a the lightning is on the bad side of the spectrum it's like dealing with hard shit and if you if you use it more than you should, or you or you even at all, mm. you could just go straight down okay, that path yeah. and not ever come back from that path. Yeah, I, I always saw it as just like a. I always just saw it as a metaphor for power. And yeah. are you using that metaphor that that power for your own benefit, or are you using mm-hmm. it for the benefit yeah. of of the people right. around you? Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what was throwing me off in that scene. I mean, I obviously like put the two ends together real quick, but I was just like. The fact that, because I've never um, encountered an Inquisitor in my Star Wars um, mm-hmm. travels, but the um, I thought you meant like in real life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's better than you phrase yeah. it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so that what like threw me for a, a little bit of a loop. But I was like, yeah, I. It's th- like Ahsoka know. because Ahsoka also she says it in in I can't remember if it's, I think it's Book of Boba Fett, but maybe it's Mandalorian. No, it's Mandalorian when She's she like, says, "I'm not Jedi. a Jedi." And that's right. because of what happens during the Clone Wars, the the series uh, is that she becomes disillusioned with the Jedi. So I think you know when you're we're, when what we're starting to get into is the nuance of um, not just titles, but what are your beliefs? Uh, you have yeah. these people who get disillusioned with their religion, whether their religion is power. So Maul becomes disillusioned, and he starts mm. trying to sabotage Palpatine, despite the fact that he sees the genius of the plan in order 66 and getting the, the Jedi to destroy themselves with the grand army of the Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, or you have Ahsoka on the other side who goes, I've given everything to the Jedi and now they're trying to take everything away from me. And you know what, even though I'm cleared in the end, this is not the path that I want to walk. This is, mm-hmm. you know, so, so there's a, there's a lot of nuance that they've sort of introduced. Yeah, that's, in that's awesome. Stories. Yeah, it's like a, a lapsed Catholic or like a, a wandering Ronin, you yeah, know, that no longer go. has a, 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 no longer has a samurai clan. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I want to talk about uncle Owen uh, really briefly. That scene yes. that, um, that also uh, turned into a pretty funny meme. With um, the sick burn. Yeah. With the sick burn, the, um, I gotta look this up his father. In that scene where you and McGregor sounded 
very much like the Alec Guinness Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. But there's more to life than you're far, Owen. Uh, he says something like, you know, we've talked about this. The, he must be trained. And, and Owen's like, like you trained his father. And it's been turned into a meme where... Basically, the audience is like, oh, oh shit. Good Owen, that's, that's good. I don't know how much you practiced that, but that was, that was good. Three hours um, a day in the mirror. Yeah, three hours a day. <laughs> you know what else is, is, is really interesting about that? Star Wars Twitter, like young Star Wars Twitter, you know, people for whom the prequels and the cartoons from the 2000s are the real root of their fandom. They were casting Owen as like a villain in that scene, oh, which what? I think is like, yeah, which I think is like really crazy because the only way to read to read Owen as a villain in that scene is if you have zero capacity to recognize nuance of any kind in any situation. <laughs> like, that's so part, great of youth, about... <laughs> yeah, part of no, youth well, is having difficulty actually... seeing nuance. We, I think that a yeah, lot of us fair. as we get older, we see, you know, we see more of that. I stand not only, corrected. Not only that, like uh, uh, we're coming from like the all the lessons that led to the moment. Uh, yes. Like, we know all the context. I was what this. I gotta say, I started watching this with my daughters, and this is the very first time they're actually hooked on anything Star Wars. I've been wow. trying nice. a long time, nice, dude. and <laughs> these two episodes, awesome. for whatever reason, pulled Mazel them in. And uh, <laughs> uh, they, I, I mean, I think they can connect with the idea of like, hey, I want superpowers. Like anybody who would stand in my way of giving me superpowers, like. No, that's a like, fair point. They're the bad that's guy. That's a fair point. And that's, I, and that's the lens in which they're looking at this. I would, I would argue that the lens of a, somebody young looking at this would be Sure. Up. It's so like that's when a fair you watch a also, new hope, because a, a new, and a new hope, you know, Mar- Mark Hamill is like, I want to join the Academy, do something great with my life. And Owen's like, you know, you got to stick in the farm and like do moisture, whatever. And as kids are like, boo, Uncle Owen. But it's like, no, he's like, he's trying to save his son from joining the Nazi empire. Like, like he's being a good guardian, you know? Like, I actually stand corrected. Uh, Bracey and Chris make excellent points. Can I say, um, though, it was such, it was so, for me, such a cool moment to watch as Obi-Wan watched Luke pretend to be a pilot. And in that mm-hmm. moment, Obi-Wan looks so old. He looks he so does. old in that moment that I just, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know. It just, it felt really satisfying to me to see him in that moment, just be so old watching Luke. And I could just, yeah. it just felt like a very weighty moment. I think there's a seed for that too, because um, I don't know if it, I think it comes before this, but when he's in the cave and he's calling out to Qui-Gon and Qui-Gon doesn't answer, mm-hmm. uh, this is a man without a family. And mm-hmm. Qui-Gon was probably the closest thing he had to a father. And so I feel like he's really grasping onto Uncle Owen and Luke's family as a like like a surrogate if, uncle sort of thing, you know? And he's just like he's they're like in the scene with Uncle Owen, it's instigated because he tries to give Luke a toy. Like there's something very yeah. sad about that. Because mm-hmm. the toy has nothing to do with training. It's all about attachment That's to true. someone. It's all about making the little boy feel good. It's all about making Obi-Wan feel good. You know? And Uncle well, Owen's yeah. like, fuck well, there, this shit. And well, so like well, so I feel like there's way a, to... there's a but there, I'm just saying like the 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 weightiness of like old Obi Wan looking through the binoculars and all these things like there's there's a there's a family thing going on here that Obi Wan's on the outside looking it's something that he never had or does have it's, it's also possible that um, Obi Wan needs that for himself like not just the family aspect but also like reminding him why he's on this course that he's on which is just like yeah lonely and depressing and it's like um 
he has this itch to do good, but he can't. And he's got to have a, like, it's almost like reminding like, no, this is why I do this. This is why I have to live this shit life because like, this is my mission. This is like the promise I made this, you know? So I think um, that too, but if you guys will permit me just a a little bit, because there's something that Johnny said um, when um, Obi-Wan is crying out for Qui-Gon and it like, it real that scene really hits me because like as i said i love the like depressed aspect of heroes and stuff and one of the reasons is um and we don't have to stay on this topic very long but like every hero in the bible is like super depressed all the time and even if they do great things like such as like obi-wan has done like super great things um powerful things but like when they're like alone and the dust is settled they get like really depressed and lonely and oftentimes they want to like they like pray like for death too. But so like that hit me and then him, Obi-Wan being alone, crying out for Qui-Gon who is kind of like his, his master and stuff like that. It has that very same feeling of like Jesus in the garden crying, like, you know, like being like, Hey dad, if you could like not let me have to do this or not be alone, like why do I have to like be by myself and all that? So it like really hit me. And again, the, the sucker depressed, uh, sucker for a depressed hero but that's like what that reminiscent to me and that's just my projections i'm not saying it's like an allegory or a metaphor or anything but it just seems like that's that's where i go of like you have a lost student like a lost son like a lost every and you just like why like why am i living this shit life right now no <laughs> i, I think that, that works man i think yeah. i think that's there's a level of that i mean like you mcgregor did literally play jesus in the movie yes he and, did. um and it's they a good have one. to I, I never see it. Is it good? I really want to watch it. it it's but, uh, good. It's boring, but it's good. But uh, that's fine. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know, like, you can't have uh, a wise. Like no, no, no. no. Like, <laughs> you know, it's you like, philo- it's more philosophical. So it's like, right, right. it's interesting, but it's like nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. It's just Jesus. I mean, philosophical in the desert. In that just not the kind of movie that can get a job. That's all. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's uh, he's just alone in the desert for like forty days. Like that's the whole but point of it. Every, so. uh, but uh, most people have heard his. St- what's the name of the movie? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, uh, but most people have had to have at least heard of a story about Jesus being in the desert, having a moment of doubt. So it's like Obi Wan's literally in the desert, calling out to you know spiritual yeah, spiritual beings like, and being like, yeah. "Help me." And no one's helping him. He's like, Ugh. so like yeah. there is definitely an yeah. allegory there, you know, to be me. Yeah, sure. no, there was something in that moment, just like hearing this older version of Obi-Wan say Qui-Gon's name, you know, I found very affecting, very moving. Because um, It's called Last Days trials. in the Desert, by the way. Last Days yeah, in last the day. Desert. You know, he wasn't he wasn't ready for the trials. Uh, mm-hmm. He still, you know, when. Well, that's when that's also interesting because they did show that moment as well. Yeah. And how could he not question whether or not he was ready since he failed his master, he failed the Jedi Order, mm-hmm. he failed Anakin, his brother, mm-hmm. you know, like, so so it makes sense to me that that at this point now he'd be looking for guidance. Like, how does he not take that all onto his shoulders? Yeah. Much the way that, again, Luke takes it all, the, the fall of the Jedi on, onto his shoulders mm-hmm. and decides that he'd, he'd rather be a martyr than, than anything else. I, it's, it's interesting because I, I personally, it's hard for me to not look at these 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 uh we keep seeing especially because of star wars and because of so much star wars fandom we keep seeing these these white heroes these white male heroes coming in to save the day and and to the credit of the writers you know fucking it up 
Um, so to me, there's also an element of, of, okay, so it didn't work. And now taking it particularly hard because you went in there with a, with a savior complex. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know that that's necessarily how it was written. I don't think that's necessarily how it's supposed to be taken or anything. It's just hard for me to not, to not see that because, because specifically of the fandom that experiences this, the fandom, the part of the fandom that, that hated Luke because the real Luke quote unquote, never would have acted this way. Quote unquote, <laughs> real Obi-Wan wouldn't have done this. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. It's hard for yeah. me to not see, you know, him feeling very, very sorry for himself and feeling a little bit must, a little bit misunderstood because he came in to be the savior and was quite the opposite. And another thing too, like when he, if he said that he's not ready for the trials and everyone's like, no, you're, you're ready. Trust me. You're better than you are. Like, but that self doubt's never going to leave him. Like I'm, unless I'm like a, an exception to that, where like that imposter syndrome, like never leaves. Like, so anything is always going to bring that up for him. And then this is like the complete, um, like everything he feared basically happened that he just failed everybody. And so he's going to be thinking, yeah, that's like true, even man. more so than I failed, but like, it's like, I knew I wasn't ready for this. That actually gives me a thought because the worst thing for someone who's depressed is to spend time alone and to, to not have anyone to talk to. <laughs> and all Obi-Wan has is nothing but time. He's all alone in that mm -hmm. cave. No wonder he's, he's not screaming at the Jawa for stealing his thing because he wants him to come back and talk to him. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's yeah. true. That's huge. Yeah. But by the way, that, that might be one of my favorite moments of the both episodes is his interaction <laughs> with Tika. Because yeah. when he's like, oh, you have a problem with the vaporizer thing here? How's this? And he's like, Jeez, if you're gonna steal from me, can you please clean it? <laughs> like, yeah. And he like yeah. stutters a little bit. Like it's such a good like character acting moment. And yeah. like, but at the same time, if he had a tea kettle, he would have put it on for him. You know, after right. yeah. he realized, sure. yeah. like, oh Jesus, you want some tea? You know, <laughs> like yeah. I get to see them. Like, you want to hang out for a bit? You want? Have, did you watch this new episode? Yeah. Of, like, yeah, please like, don't go. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, Josh, like he probably wants to hang out with him just to have some company. You know? Yeah. yeah. Moving on to Alderaan. And ten-year-old Leia, what did we yeah. think of this? Loved it. So happy. It, it surprised. Yeah. It, I didn't see any other trailer, so that surprised the shit out of me. I was like, "Whoa!" She wasn't in the trailer. She wasn't. She wasn't oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. So it surprised everybody. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Tatooine was a yeah. really yeah. nice red herring. If this is a yeah. Leia story, I'm thrilled. Oh yeah. I mean, the whole time I was watching it, like I was like, "Oh, that's a lovely planet you have there." It would be a shame if something happened to it. <laughs> like you know, like it, like I really do think though, like that they are amplifying like all the goodness of it because yeah. subconsciously yeah. you're like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, it's going to be yeah. good. I was like, I was yeah. like there. That looks great. Yeah, yep. I was happy no, to well see Leia, down. but as soon as I saw Leia, it was maybe two seconds before I was going, Jimmy Smith's give us some Jimmy Smith. Yes, I'm so happy to see him again. I um, thought, I just thought the realization of that sit, like that city, that planet, uh, uh, was beautiful and alluring. And I was like, this is, this is great. This is, yeah. Like now I'm starting to hunger for other planets in a way that yes. I hadn't because mm -hmm. well up put. to this point, they were either besides desert, they were rainy and dark and yeah. night. Like, you know, most yeah. of the time yep. it's at night. And <laughs> or they, ice with monsters. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Usually so, one um, environment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, um, also, uh, flee. Yes. Yes. And you want to know what? He was he was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Was he, was so, he was so good as that character. Like Yeah. Yeah. And he believes nothing about that as he was for needles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. I, I also in... just loved that, like, for, for him, I had always felt like when they hydrated the food that it was like a a Back to the Future reference. Like, mm -hmm. like you know how to hydrate a... Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, like, yeah, Ray <laughs> does that too, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, Ray does that. And the first time I saw that, I was like, oh, she's hydrating her food. And, yeah. like, they... They showed uh, uh, Obi Wan do this in his cave, sure can and I was like, pizza. "He hydrated his stew," and 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 then uh, Flea was there. I was like, yeah. "This two references here." Yeah. <laughs> what are you, chicken, Big Fly? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it was weird that he was just wearing a sock in his whole scene, right? That's it, just one <laughs> sock. But yeah, I yeah. thought that was a weird choice that the director made. But the other thing also is that they found the the perfect thing that would justify Obi Wan leaving Tatooine mm -hmm. to threaten Leia. Yeah. And it also so makes sense. That. Yeah. In the new hope, why she would be like, everything's lost. The only person I know yes. to turn to is Obi-Wan. She has a relationship yeah. with him. No, I, I yeah, thought her, that was beautifully yeah. done. I'm really excited that this isn't all just him on Tatooine watching Luke. Yes. Um, I thought it was like, it was just, it was a really, really nice, for me, uh, really nice misdirection. And the, mm -hmm. the actor who played, Leia was just delightful. She was, yeah, she, she was, was phenomenal. She, she was nailing it. Yeah. Uh, her dialogue was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, well, we're about to move it, into it the second this, episode um, where did this really, I love really the, the nice, dynamic between uh, Obi-Wan and young Leia. I mean, like, I just thought it was so funny and lovely and kind of heartbreaking, like, especially the moment yeah. where Obi-Wan's like, you remind me of someone who is and, also a yeah. young stubborn. Because, and I yeah. thought this was a nice nod too to the fact that she's a force user because she is. Mm intuiting people's emotions yes like she still yeah. act silly yeah. like a like a mm. child and she's still curious and maybe mistrustful but she has these moments of insight where she's saying mm. things like you think the less you say the less you give away mm -hmm. or the way she says to her cousin you're just you're afraid like it's yeah. it's these four these force insights that can be explained away as like she's just a very sensitive child exactly yeah. he's a force sensitive it. child yeah no it's great and you don't she... sound like you're ted <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that scene yeah. uh, perfectly illustrates both of those characters, like Alec Guinness, Obi Wan, and Carrie Fisher, yeah. Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah. You yeah know? Because like, I, I saw both of those older actors from the previous generation yep. in their bodies in that scene. It was so weird. Yeah. Because the way she's really acting until this oh. moment, I didn't appreciate. Like, oh yeah, I needed to know why Princess Leia was like able to say help me obi-wan and 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 know that this is the person that she can trust she could go to yeah i realized i hadn't ever had the like yeah that, i never yeah. really had that question of like no it's what also that relationship it's like the, oh the, this is ripe for the picking this is fantastic yeah. the yep. girl's great because she definitely seems like how now obi-wan seems like oh no this is the person that that grows into alec guinness like this is the this girl is will grow up to like the very first thing she says to the person rescuing her is like, you're short, aren't you? Like, you know, like that's <laughs> yeah, like a little short for a strong trooper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Myra Blair, by the way. Oh, it's so like, I was like, no, this little kid grows up to be like someone that says that when they're rescued, like a, you're a little short to be a stormtrooper. You know, like, it's like, I love that's it. The, yeah. The, the, the sass was out of control in yeah, such a yep. good way. Yeah. Know? And also she's a princess. And she has the force sensitivity, like you said, uh, Chris. So everything about her personality made sense. Like yeah. everything yeah. was just like, this is exactly how a girl with her abilities and her background and influence would act. She would act just like that. And I thought that was yeah. uh, great. And she kind of makes time to thank the droids. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I love, I love that, that little. Yeah. yeah. I love that. 
Do, are we are we part way into the second episode? Sorry, that was my fault. No, 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 no. So, 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 just uh, one final thing about the first episode. Toward the end, you know, when Obi Wan decides that he is going to go mm -hmm. off planet and rescue Leia, he goes into the desert to dig up his lightsaber, mm -hmm. and he buried it with Anakin's lightsaber. It's, yep, mm -hmm. and I, I gotta tell awesome. you, not only was that awesome, that really moved me. Mm -hmm. So because because it's sort of like not only did Anakin die on that day, but so did Obi-Wan in a sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now he's realizing sure. he's learning actually neither one of them are really dead. Well, it's it's funny you mentioned that because I noticed in the chest there's only his lightsaber and Anakin's, but not Qui-Gon's. And mm -hmm. I thought to myself, like, Qui-Gon had his path and he died a valiant death, and it's the end of it. So I can I could easily see him getting rid of the lightsaber. But with uh, holding on to his and Anakin's, to the story's me, not that's, over. The story's not over. To, to me, that's hope. So he's yeah. like, I have to hold on to my lightsaber because I'm probably going to need it again one day. He's and like, my and buddies holding... when he comes back to me. And, uh, and, mm -hmm. and I'm holding on to my buddies. Be like, well, I think he knows he thinks Anakin's dead, but right. Luke still needs to grow up. And it's like, right. yeah. I need to pass yeah. this on to his son when he's ready to train. Yeah. So yeah. both of those lightsabers are forward thinking. Yeah. Whereas. It, not having Qui-Gon's lightsaber, it's like, he's gone, we don't need it, it's done. You know, that's, and that, so, it was poignant, and yet, I think it still showed his state of mind of, like, thinking about the possible future of maybe having some hope that he knows. And it also says something like that, that, that he, he buried them, so he, yes. he buried the hope. It's very, yes. like, John Wick esque um exactly. you know like yeah in the concrete with his garage with yep, all the guns yep. it's, it's just where like it's that. like as permanent as it could be until i really need it again you know and exactly. so i like that um not to like talk about like bad stuff of the episode but did we talk about the chase scene yet <laughs> no we did not okay. so that's something that i've been reading a lot about i had no problem with that chase scene so no. so can you explain to me what the no, uh, my only my only issue is, and it's it's so minor. That's why we shouldn't even spend that much time on. It. It's like there's too much of there's too many straightaways that happen for grown men to not be able to catch her in a few strides. Like it should have instantly been her ducking under stuff, going through because there is a shot or at the, one or two shots in which you could just tell that the people are not running like at all. And I, I know they're not trying to hurt her, but they are trying to catch her. And they're just kind of like, do you like, they're like with your, your nieces or your children, like when you run like slower, like, mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to get you. And it's like, it just looked hokey. But again, it's, it's what's like, it was like yeah. two or three shots. For me, it, just felt contrived. it just felt like I didn't believe the motivation yeah. for why she took off. Well, I, I like I understand yeah. what they were sh like structuring there, but it mm -hmm. just didn't sell to me. And then, and then, uh, 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 like in the sense of the real danger that's like she's clearly in, mm -hmm. it felt like that little bit of a sense of danger compared to the like the like blatant danger that she's been running around. I just felt mm -hmm. like that those two things they, they just didn't give me a, a well balanced sense of like. The motivation was like there, sure. solid as as they painted it. But also, the other thing about that chase scene is that is that you know the job of a chase scene usually in a movie is to act as uh, a spectacle. This was not a chase scene like that uh, True. because, like, you know the outcome basically. Like, yeah, well, and what's going to happen? I I think it would have bothered because I I agree with what you're saying. I could try and justify why it happened the way it did, but I. But I'm not going to because I frankly I think you guys are you're spot on in terms of like, yeah, it was kind of silly, it was kind of goofy. Um, 
I think it didn't. Bo- it would have bothered me if she had gotten away, or if that guard, yeah, had yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. her, then I mean, that's the foregone conclusion would have bothered me. But it, this to it me it just struck me like, as sort um, of a silly. I'm like, sorry, Chris, did you cut off? Okay, Are this you... is a silly thing Star Wars does sometimes. Still with us? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I paused for a second there. Okay, cool. This this particular chase didn't bother me as much because it was like, all right, there was a lot of good stuff here, and they threw in a silly Star Wars thing, like in Return yeah, of the yeah. Jedi, when like the bridge of the Super Star Destroyer is blown up, and suddenly the ship crashes for some reason because the moon has the because the the Death Star has gravity. I don't I don't know. Like there are these <laughs> stupid things that Star Wars does sometimes, and I just kind of go, yeah, uh, all right, I'm gonna shrug it off, especially because again, yeah, yeah, exactly, it didn't yeah. have a narrative impact. But I uh, I totally appreciate what you're saying there, Murray and and Bracy both is like. Yeah, all right, that was kind of dumb, but there was enough good stuff that I was able to sort exactly like, yeah. way I, way more good stuff. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I kind of brushed it aside uh, as well, and like this is a little goofy because I, I to Murray's point, I think there is like at least one or two instances where like somebody's running like, oh, there's a branch in my face, I better do an about face and go around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just little like, things like that. It. Yeah, but but that being said, I, it is a little bit of a missed opportunity in that like. um she's giving them a lot of trouble just because she's running. And mm-hmm. I don't think that says a lot about the character. I think if she like hid in something that they couldn't see or they were too big to get into, it right. would yeah. kind of show her like ability to think on the or fly. They made... Yeah. And yeah, but that would take too long. So, but that would take too long though. So because, yeah, because like so, what Murray but... said, like, like, you know how it's going to end, right? Yeah. So... yeah. But, but I think to, to both your point and to Murray's point, like, if it's going to take too long, uh, make it shorter. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah. like the scene itself was like too <laughs> yeah. long because yeah, of like what they were showing wasn't like something new. It, it wasn't was playing like, to her strength. Like, this is like, yeah. like, like you, like you said, Marie, after like three or four shots of it, mm-hmm. like, it's just like, all right, like grab her now, yeah. you know, this type of thing. Yeah. But like that being said, it, that's such a minor thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like, even, you know, it's like, whatever. It is. They yeah. were, they yeah, were painting to get to but... the, they, I felt like they were working in reverse. Like they know the moment that they wanted is for yep. us to like, see that he was struggling with the force and that this was the moment that he finally reconnected with it. Um, and, and oh, then he oh, finally, oh, oh, no, we're, we're talking about different... in the woods. We're no. talking about in the woods, not in the Sorry. rooftops. Oh, we're talking yeah, about when yeah. they, they <laughs> capture. Yeah, I mean, what... uh, Oh, no, I've been talking about a completely we're, different. We're talking about yeah, that, that one, oh, that and... chase. Oh, I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, running through the right. trees. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I was just sitting there. I was just like, like almost like what? Like if you're not going to do it, like you know, they her mom talks about her ability to climb. So if you're just like not going to incorporate that, and she's just going to be running and ducking under like thin tree branches. It's like, well. I'm sure you can make it more tension because it just seemed like they weren't actually trying to chase her. But like I it's said, it's a choice that could have been made most, better for sure. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, just in three more edits, you could have had it. It'd been fine. But now I'm nitpicking. Just like I sound like a normal Star Wars fan. Right no, now. no, no, no. Hard disagree because I think this is where we get in, <laughs> no seriously because I think this is where we get into. Or, okay, are we talking about it from? a filmmaking standpoint from a fan standpoint and from a storytelling and a filmmaking standpoint, it's the reason it's, it, it sticks out is because the rest of the storytelling was, was pretty good. So it was good. pretty tight. Yeah, it's and, good. Yeah, yeah. and so it's Very weird tight. that that's a moment that somehow they went, uh, did you, did you catch that? No, I thought you were going to fix that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's a good place to fully transition over to episode two. I like how these two episodes were shown together um, yeah. because I think mm-hmm. I think it's much more satisfying a viewing experience, especially after all of the lead up to kind of have these these two flavors you know, from the very beginning, staying with Obi-Wan and seeing where he's at and sort of, you know, seeing the routine and the day in the life. I think the end of the first episode is when Obi-Wan, he he goes to the spaceport and like, he's, yeah, that's yeah. Right. And you see his the, uh, his lightsaber, lightsaber hanging from his belt. belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean, that's that's great. That's a great episode. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that is correct. Now, that said, had that been the end of what i was able to watch on friday or thursday night yeah. or whenever it was and if this next episode was what we're about to see this week and that was all we got knowing that hayden christensen he's he's in this like they're really yeah. laying into that hard in the promotional material it's like the reuniting of you and mcgregor as obi-wan yeah. and hayden christensen yeah. as as anakin vader I'm so like so, so like they're I'm promoting so him like he's a co-star, you know. Well, so like, that's what that's why having seen these two episodes, I realized that like 99% of 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 what they showed in the promotional material was just from these first two episodes because yes. yeah. that leads mm-hmm. me to believe that we're going to see a lot of Vader. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I think no, so I too. agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm really excited that like because I really don't get me wrong, I thought the Obi-Wan looked good from the trailer. But I thought, okay, more time on Tatooine. It'll be done well, but it's more time spent on Tatooine. And these twists of, oh, no, we're leaving Tatooine and we're doing it pretty quickly. Mm. And also, this isn't all about Luke. We're getting, like, a lot of Leia in here um, made mm. me go, okay, I, I, I'm i sure it was intentional. Those red herrings are terrific. And I agree mm. with you, Josh. I think I think we're going to see a lot of Vader, especially given, not that we're there yet, but the end of the so second So excited. Episode. Yes. No, the end of the second episode, like, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. But... Uh, like I said, we aren't there yet. So we start out on Dayu is the name of the planet, which is a pretty cool planet. I mean, it's very yes. you know, sort of Blade Runnery, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Coruscant. And I mean, uh, right. know, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's a city planet yeah, actually, that looks different than Coruscant, but it's like yeah. the second city planet that we've been introduced to, apparently. I believe it was inspired by Hong Kong. I think I read that. I was going to say, yeah, a, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the first things we see is the veteran clone trooper yeah, that begging was for awesome. money. Yeah. which I love for so yeah. many reasons. And yeah. like seeing the expression on, on Obi-Wan's face, like made me realize like he hasn't seen one of these, these yep. faces in, mm-hmm. in 10 years. That PTSD, yeah. man, that kicked in. Yeah. I mean, he was having the nightmares in bed, but that look, yeah. the way he freezes yeah. up when he sees the clone trooper. Yeah. yeah. And like he, he, it, there's a lot that goes across his face. And um, one of those first things is, is this guy going to try and kill me right now? Because he's, yes, me. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because must... You're absolutely yeah. right. And, and I thought what was, was great. I, I texted this to you after we saw the episode, Josh, but immediately after he sees that guy, we see two old school trilogy stormtroopers walk by and they're talking with normal voices that is not Tamora Morrison, mm-hmm. which is showing the audience the time of the clone is gone. And now we are in like standard stock, like individual stormtroopers yeah. who are not clones. And I thought that was a good, uh, what, what is that? What do you call that? Um, like with, a visual. Yeah. Like, 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 reminder? like, yeah, exactly. Of like the, I think the word you're looking for is Sith. Sith. There you go. Sith, yeah. Space like, wizards. When, when, when you quickly, wizards. When yes. you can quickly convey something through filmmaking, like or storytelling, like just through like one image of showing the down and out older uh, drunken clone trooper who's who's just completely despondent, and then showing like just two stormtroopers walking by, 
there's something of storytelling. I can't think of the word. Space Basically, wizards. There you go. Space wizards. Let's move on from now. <laughs> um, so I believe right after this, we see uh, Kumail Nanjiani's character. <laughs> yeah. who, I loved everything about this. I just thought it was so yeah. funny. I it not was only funny, but made so much sense. You know, like it really contributed to that sense of uh, by the time of A New Hope, like the Jedi are a joke. Some people's only experience of the Jedi was was fucking this guy. Yeah, right? very true. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was like a humorous note, I thought that like what his existence, like, you know, what his whole position in the story was, like I thought actually spoke a lot to the perception of the Jedi and like how the galaxy is really moving on. And for like your average citizen, like they don't, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's what a Jedi is or something. Well, it sort of plays also, what John was just literally, I know John said we were going to move on from this, but it also goes back to what you were just saying about how much you can tell in a short amount of time mm -hmm. uh, through a storytelling yes. device, which is okay, great. The, this, you've got this fraud who's pretending to be a mystic. Okay. We get mm -hmm. it. Uh, yeah. It also really sets us up for, Han calling it a hokey religion in a new Yeah, yes, that's what I was exactly. going to say. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think and it's I, love... think I was trying to think of economic storytelling or something like that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's what I was trying to think of. Thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Thank you. If if you gave me a million years to like come up with that, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I'm yeah. nodding sagely and saying thank you. Like I totally yeah. could have pulled that out of my Oh, head. yeah, totally. Yeah. That's what I was going to that was going to um, say. The other fun thing about this scene is that I do believe it's the first time that Obi-Wan gets to take his hand off the brake a little. So when he confronts that character, I forget his name. Um, it's uh, his name too. Hasha. 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 Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, you know, like when he confronts him, like he's, he's able to kind of do the thing a little that he wasn't able to do mm -hmm. on Tatooine with a guy who, who was stealing the guy's wages or whatever. He can't be like full mask off, but like he was able to kind of like, we see a little Let him bit know. of Obi-Wan there. Yeah. Yeah. The but he's still there's a smugness. And there's also like he doesn't cut straight to it, right? He kind of messes with Haja a little bit. So we see a little bit of like that human part of Kenobi that we always that we always enjoyed when he was younger. Mm -hmm. But he still also doesn't do anything to set it right, correct? Like they right. because I guess he says, Well, they'll they're gonna get on the transport. I just made yeah. some money off of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think Haja actually is helping these people yeah he's not yeah. just stealing he actually is getting them off planet but he's taking their money when he does it yeah. so i think everyone's so like well if he's helping them i don't have time for this <laughs> yeah, he, has, yeah. he has more important fish yeah. to fry you know yeah i was kind of surprised about how well he fit into the universe because it's like you know a, a famous comedian actor who's kind of doing his thing but yet they still kind of carve out a character with him and it uh, He's not the same dude, but it's kind of like a DJ Benicio del Toro and Last yeah. Jedi, where it's just like yeah. both yeah, of them sure. are like both of them are like borderline cartoony in their humor, but they mm -hmm. still kind of fit the vibe of Star Wars. And I think that comes through when um when he's actually confronting Riva towards the end, and like the way he's just stalling her in the alley, and then yeah. it, it, mm -hmm. even the way that he looks like shook when she throws him against the wall and leaves him he, he there's no humor in that face when mm -hmm. when she's leaving and i was like this is a guy who knows what he's in and he's yeah. really like he's really utilized well and he really performs the part to like the best of his ability within the star wars universe that's the way i feel that no i no, uh, i think that's i think you put it perfectly which is mm -hmm. he fits he doesn't take yeah. you out of the story like some can't like 
this wasn't a cameo, but that kind of cameo, quote unquote, might mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the story. No, you're right. It's in the universe firmly set. It was nice. Star Wars knows how to use comedians, right? They did it with Bill Burr also. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's he a did really, really good well point. too. Yeah. So then after this first Kamel scene, we go into Breaking Bad for a second. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just CGI'd like like people's yeah. faces onto Breaking Bad footage. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan makes a little distraction and he slips off and he gets into a hand-to-hand fight. And yeah, I, love I love this that. fight. Yeah. I love that he he gets hurt. Yeah. He's like he's rusty. Yeah. He's very rusty. So actually, something that I wanted to ask John and Bracey, do you think a decade of not training and not practicing is enough to make you like that? For sure. Yeah. I know it was for them. He was rusty as hell. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He was rusty as hell. And and there's no way, I don't care how good you are, a decade um, of of not fighting is going to have an effect. You will still have a lot of muscle memory, which he clearly has. He clearly does, yeah. But- Mm -hmm. But well, I think they played it perfectly. I think they played it pitch perfectly because, like, even though all those skills weren't weren't at the ready, you know, he he didn't let himself go. He wasn't like he wasn't Thor sitting on a couch for yeah. ten years. Like he he sorry sorry for the Marvel reference, but I uh, 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 yeah, I think they I think they did it right right. Um, yeah, and Murray can really talk to this mm. too because Murray's uh, you were studying jujitsu for yeah, a yeah. long time, so yeah. So I mean I I mean I made it to um really quick. I made it to purple belt which is not that easy but then I had a hernia and then I got married then there was a pandemic. So I haven't trained in uh I don't probably like 3 plus years. So I was going and I was going like 4 to 5 times a week some sometimes and um so I was really into it. And then if I was to go back now, no one would have to for the most part, they wouldn't have to remind me of how to do moves. Like I'd still be able to do a triangle. I'd still be able to sweep, but like my timing would be off. So I would go to say, I go to sweep somebody, but then they're already in the process of passing my guard, you know, like, because my timing is just off and I'll be too slow for an arm bar, or I won't recognize a choke until the person's like leaving the grid. And so you're like, son of a bitch. Like, so like where he would have all that knowledge and the muscle memory you're but just little things like little interactions and timing would be off and then you might not think of like not be thinking as far ahead you'd be more like reaction rather than getting them to like it's fight your fight with my own experience it's across the board with everything like uh when i used to run uh cross country we used to run every single day if you miss a day of practice the day you go back to practice it's like twice as hard Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if I don't play my guitar for a couple of days and I pick it up, I'm like super sloppy, you know? And then like, and I have to get into the groove of it. If I, everything, just whatever you could think of, it's just like, if you know how to do it as Murray mm-hmm. and Bracey were saying, you, you know what the muscle memory is. It's not like you forgot how to ride a bike, but like you won't be doing all the crazy tricks that you used to do the first day you're back on it, but yeah. you can, you can get going. And then maybe yeah. after a couple of days of it, you're like, okay, I'm back up to speed. I can, I'm now with it. But like when you I get back s- into it, it's just, it's rough. Yeah. I would say writing's the same way. You know, like if you yeah. have a stretch where you're yeah. not working on something, Actually, like that's everything, a good point. yeah, I have all the words and it's like, even you might have it all, mm-hmm. even like the sentences and paragraph like here. And then you just like, it's like, you're typing with like clubbed feet. You're like, what? Like nothing is coming out. This is all just like garbage. And then, 
But if you just keep going, like, all right, let's knock all this rust off, and then we'll, like... Yeah, it's like you got to get the cobwebs, yeah. the cobwebs yeah, yeah. out. And, Michael yeah. Caine had a story about that where he was talking about his his peers that are his age and are older, and they are like, oh, you can't just do anything that's offered to you. You have to wait. You have to wait for the right director, the right script, and this and that. And then Michael mm. Caine was like, fuck that. Like, you got to work. And mm. then he said, like, so these people will wait and wait and wait and wait. They don't act for, like, 10 years. And then <laughs> they get the gig, and then they go in front of the camera, and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Because they haven't yeah. acted in ten years, yeah. and they, have to, at, like, they have to get back into the swing of things. Of like, oh, this is how this is my process, and yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Cage, right? He doesn't stop at all. So every movie he approaches, yeah. it could be the worst movie, but he's he's bringing the same like attention to it as if it was leaving Las Vegas. Sure. And you're like you're like, oh no, this is just one where you, you try to, to kill your kids, yeah, because he's just always working. I guarantee we're the only Star Wars podcast covering Obi-Wan that that's referencing Michael Caine and Nick Cage. That's our tagline <laughs> um, right there. Yeah. And yeah. this is yeah. this is why people should listen to this. Indeed. Uh, so then he has a moment where he confronts Flea. Another Breaking Bad uh, moment. Yeah. yeah. He's like, this yeah. is a mess, you know? Yeah. Right. And yeah, it was weird that he <laughs> exactly. said, it was weird he said, say my name. Uh, but yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like the nods to, because I tend to get fatigued that everything is about the the Skywalker saga even like Obi-Wan yeah, like, yeah. like so the fact that you're bringing in like spice that was something from the offshoot of Solo and then it was in um Boba Book Fett. of Boba Fett you're like okay like finally let's get like there's a whole like they're constantly talking about there's a whole galaxy out there and like but we're only going to show you this sliver of one portion of one galaxy you're like fuck come on like um and so I like when they're bringing it in spice. You're like, oh shit, spice. Yeah, that's a uh, that's big at this time. And so I like that a lot. Also, uh, I know I mentioned Aikido before, but I do think that was a cool little nod to like Obi Wan Kenobi as a Jedi and Aikido. Anybody who knows martial arts is supposed to be like, the most defensive, yeah, peaceful martial art. Mm-hmm. Sure, and it's, yeah. It's like kind of like gentle and flowing, and that's all, everything he was doing for like takedowns and. And tussles were basically like they look like Aikido moves, and I thought that was like, oh, that makes sense. If he was taught a fighting, no, totally, you know, it would be like a fighting technique. It would probably be something like that, and That's not funny like because well, hard. I was going to say the exact things. opposite, man. Because like when he gets like attacked, when he attacks them in the hallway, like he he doesn't like he doesn't gracefully like flow them into one another. He well, <laughs> he, he is punched and like and he's just he's like, punching and elbowing them, but he's not doing like a. He's not doing like choke holds where he's getting behind him, like go to sleep, go to sleep. Like he's just like he's like moving on constantly. Yeah, yeah. like he'll like he'll put his hand behind the guy's head and like spin him and, and flip him over, like like in a in a graceful way that like those techniques are very much of like an Aikido thing. But yeah, he's also punching yeah. dudes in the face. Well, because it's a hybrid, it's not like a hundred percent. Because he also has to survive the fight in his yeah. in his world. Yeah. This is yeah. not like an exhi- exhibition. Like so, he's got yeah, also and he has to put them down. Well, also, yeah, no, I, mean, I, I think maybe that. and maybe actually that transition that I'm talking about is maybe like when he just first starts out, he elbows the guy in the head mm-hmm. before and then and then he gets his ass kicked and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, maybe I got to do so well, because it's <laughs> like maybe I got to go to the fluid. I thing. It could be so to go back to that muscle memory a little bit, you know? Yeah, I think the other stuff used to work when he <laughs> augmented with yeah. the force. Yeah, he's not doing yeah. that anymore. So some of the things he used to do that worked where he could sort of like give them an extra little nudge with the force or something. That's true. That doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So now they're not staying down. You can't uh, punch them true, like yeah. Superman if he has no force behind him. Yeah. I kept thinking about the fight in Attack of the Clones where he like headbutts Django Fett yeah. 
who's like wearing like a Mandalorian helmet. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, but that actually makes a lot of sense. Like if, yes, it is hand to hand, but it's sort of augmented with the force a little bit. Yeah, he's like leaping through mm. the air doing like flying Liu Kang kicks right. from Mortal yeah. Kombat. Like he's doing right. crazy mm. shit in back of the glance. So then he jailbreaks Leia. And like we started to talk about, I love the interaction between them. I love um, him like immediately when he comes out Lola and she just smacks the crap out of him and goes to leave. It's great. Yeah. 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 No, it's great. It's like so much who you imagine Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia mm -hmm. was as a child. It's like, and I think somebody said it. I think maybe it was you, Chris. I never realized how much I wanted to see a story between Obi-Wan and Leia. Uh, as Bracy, maybe, or no, yeah, it, yeah, no, 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 um, no, it was Murray. Murray brought it up. I just happened to agree with it. I had, I had it in my notes, but but Murray beat oh. me there. This idea of like, why would why would she be saying you're Obi Wan Kenobi? You're my only hope. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. trust him. And this is how we know now. It's it's not just that she he served your my father in the Clone Wars. It's mm. not just that. It's it's that they actually do have a relationship, and Obi Wan is willing to make the move instead of doing the thing where he trains Luke, he goes, okay, I'm going to, we're going to go help Leia. Yeah. I'll train Luke too, but we're going to go, go help Leia. Um, One thing I did find really interesting was that, you know, when the inquisitors find out that Riva has had Leia kidnapped, it seems to be a problem that she kidnapped an Imperial Senator's child. Right. Hmm. So this idea that like, the Empire isn't yet able to operate with complete impunity. They need to maintain the fiction that, you know, the Senate still means something and that the senators still have some position of authority. So this idea that undone by the Senate at this point. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So so this idea that she kidnapped a senator's daughter just of her own accord, I thought was an interesting little detail that, you know, you don't really think about because of what we know of the Empire. They have this whole scene in the original Star Wars, that scene where Tarkin walks in and he announces the Emperor has dissolved the Senate, mm -hmm. right? That is a moment where, okay, now we have the Death Star and we don't have to play this game anymore. I think that's a good contrast to, we, we skipped over it in the first episode, but like the consequences of going to Tatooine and stirring up shit and going to Alderaan and stirring up shit. Because it's Alderaan, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Clint, no, it's Clint right. that's time, like, we got to send and flee and his scumbags to kidnap Leia and no one's going to know that the Empire did it and like yada yada yada, it's got to be very secret. But in Tatooine, they just show up like, hey, mm -hmm. we're the Empire, where is everyone? I'm, ch I'm chopping off your arm. I'm going to yeah. threaten your life. And then they, mm. when they threaten Owen, like that, I mean, like you really get the impression that Owen isn't just being super cautious. He has to. And like Owen was yeah. willing to die on the spot right there mm. to protect Luke. And I thought like, uh, it was a really good character moment for him to show like the balls that he has, but also just to show that like, there's a reason why Luke's life is so sheltered. It's because yeah. it's real doggy dog in Tatooine. So yeah, yeah, like Tatooine's this backwater planet no one gives a shit about. But with Alderaan, like you said, the repercussions of doing that shit is immense. You yeah. I got to move on, but I really want to go to that scene where Obi-Wan and Leia have found a way off the planet and Reva's on their mm -hmm. trail and they're sort of playing cat and mouse. And Reva says... She's not going to kill Obi-Wan. She's going to bring him to him, you know, Lord Vader. 
And then Obi-Wan realizes and Reva realizes that he didn't know that Anakin didn't die on Mustafar. He knows that he's Vader, right? Because of yes. seeing that yeah. he saw that hologram when he gets knighted or whatever. But um, okay, so he yeah, so she, I mean, also, she calls him by name too. She says you didn't no, know I Anakin know, but was like, alive. Yeah, he had um, realization when she said Vader. And yep, right. Was like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Some people are wondering how Reva knows that Anakin Skywalker is Vader, and I think we're gonna see in the flashback uh, potentially. I think she sees Anakin as Vader. Oh yeah, um, he's there uh, you know, killing people like right yeah. in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I think we're gonna see her see him leading the clones in the Jedi uh, Temple. Yeah, I I was wondering if she knew because almost like um, Vader said like to tell Obi Wan that I'm still alive. Well, uh, Chris, but, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think all the Inquisitors are basically like ex Jedi for the most part, right? Uh, so yeah. Yeah, so a lot of them, if they, a lot more. they that if they are, then they know who Anakin is. They know who Vader mm. is because they they survived it. They switched sides too. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be so, I'll be curious to find out because I and again this is like really sort of going off on not a tangent, but like do you really kind of count it? But uh, but one of my favorite characters for uh, for a while now has been has been Tarkin, and yeah. uh, and so I read the book because I was like, eh, it's short. It's a couple of bucks on on Amazon Prime, whatever. Uh, on Kindle, so I read it, and even Tarkin is not at at that point is not sure. He's confident that Vader was Anakin, and the Emperor mm. forces the two of them to work together um, because he needs both of them to get along. They may not have to like each other, but they need to get along. But Anakin in in Clone Wars, Anakin and and Tarkin work together a bunch of times, and so even Tarkin in the book again like is pretty confident that Anakin is Vader, but he's not mm. certain. So yeah. this this little bit here kind of rubbed me, I don't want to say the wrong way, but it, it bothered me a little bit because now I'm kind of curious because uh, how many how many people know Vader is Anakin? If it's limited to just the Inquisitors and Obi-Wan now and and the Emperor, then then cool. But just how widespread is this knowledge that Anakin had become Vader? And it's not just that he was executed in Order 66 and then Vader came in with the Emperor. So I'm not going to say I disliked it or anything. It just it bothered me a little bit that I was thinking, oh, this is a very closely held secret. Wait a minute. Just it, could be, this? it could be one of those things that could foreshadow that she might actually have a much closer relationship to Vader than everyone else. Oh, I sure. think she does. Yeah, she probably so because she could be like a, a makeshift new apprentice for Vader. Yeah. Yes, for see, sure. because the things they say about him or this about her are the same things that all the Jedi were saying about Anakin. It's like mm. you're impulsive, you're you're mm-hmm. reckless. It's like mm. you know you're this and that. She's she also from... doesn't have the same complexion as the other Inquisitors. So whatever's going on there, like the Inquisitors, they have like an affect, like the the like bleached skin kind of thing. Mm. And she does not have that. That oh same well, that's interesting. Alien look that I think because we see three Inquisitors besides her. Yeah, and they all have mm. like like very not not white yeah. but like whitened. No, features. it's like pale. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. I do think that they have more of a relationship than uh, we know about, which I'm confident we're going to learn more about. Of course. I can't say enough about the look on Ewan McGregor's face when he realizes that Anakin is alive and that shot of his face. If they do this like brutal jump cut, it's like a tight shot on Obi-Wan's face where he says Anakin and his eyes are kind of welling up. It's a hard cut 
right to Hayden as Vader. In. And he looks fucked up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> yes, no, he does, he does yeah. not look good. Yeah, and I think this is gonna be a lot more Vader and probably Anakin. Like I think we're gonna see him without well, the mask. They, they can have scenes together, right? Because in A New Hope, all they say is that it's been a long time. It doesn't yes, right. say exactly. that the last time you saw me, you left me for dead. Exactly. So, right. exactly. Ten also, years is a long time. Yes, so exactly. If they see, yeah. And the other thing also is that it kind of gives a new valence to Vader's line in Return of the Jedi when he tells Luke that Obi-Wan once thought as you do. In other words, one time Obi-Wan tried to bring me to the light side again, and mm -hmm. that shit That's a really that did not point. work. I totally so, forgot about so, that line. Me too. Yeah, That's so, a great point. So, so we never actually saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think... So when they also showed... I believe they showed this in the flashback. They did, the, where they, she, says they, there's, she said there's good in him. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Right. so 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 I think a part of what we're going to see is I so because so we didn't realize that Obi-Wan did not know that Anakin survived. Mm -hmm. So so he's only now finding that out. So I think when he sees him, the first thing he's going to do is he's 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 going to try to appeal to the Anakin that is still mm -hmm. in there and mm -hmm. it's not going to work. Yeah. Nope. One more failure on his resume. Yeah. Yeah. Which also would explain why he he when he when he says he's more machine now the man twisted and evil exactly it's not because just he was disappointed by him he exactly. is disappointed and he says and the reason he's saying it is because he doesn't want Luke to try and make the same mistake he did which was it's too late Vader is is already it's Vader it's not Anakin Anakin's gone don't waste your time you know exactly exactly and the reason he can be so sure. Is because of what we're about to see, about to see. yeah, yeah, I which like is that. fucking, yeah, yeah I'm, amazing. <laughs> I'm also like not the shit on George Lucas, but like I'm excited to like give these two guys their day with like a, like directors and writers that care about acting and performance yes. and how it comes across, see, rather than just say this because I want to show this technology and tell the story. So like. I think even by myself, they got such a bum rap and it's just like, no, let these guys like stretch their legs, let them do their thing. And let's see what we, uh, we're, we're they got get... the role for a reason, right? They, you know, and it's just like, yes, exactly. you never got to see why. And we're going to see these actors stretch their legs. You're right. But also I'm excited to see some more history between these characters because that was, yeah. again, like I, it took me a long time to get to Clone Wars because I didn't like the animation. But mm -hmm. I really grew to enjoy the storylines because Anakin made and Josh, you said this when we were in our our uh, you know is Vader redeemable or is he redeemed episode of uh, Secret Origins? Um, you know, you were like, you know, I, I I mentioned something along the lines of you know we got to see more of the relationship in the Clone Wars cartoon. You're like, yeah, that's kind of retconning, and you're right, and and you're right, it totally is retconning. It's still, to, in my mind, much more compelling storytelling and really really shows the brotherhood between them that I I think we get ripped off of mm -hmm. in movies. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And I'm I'm really excited. Like once I realized that all the promotional material showed stuff from these first two episodes, I have no idea what we're about to see in these yeah. mm -hmm. uh next four hours, oh, you know? A question the Inquisitor. Do we think that he's like gone? Gone? Spoiler no. alert. No, no. Right? No, okay. because, no, I because I think he's alive in Rebels. He's alive oh, in, the, sh in okay. the show. But I also think, too, that um, uh, they might not put too much stock into this, but there's also mm -hmm. another video game where there's a main bad guy is a female visitor, and by mm -hmm. the end of the, the end of the game, she kind of turns good and Vader kills her. Spoiler. 
so I feel like they're not going to do that again. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Grand Inquisitor comes back to give to pay her a lesson. Yeah, well, the uh, only... for for her insolence, whatever. Yeah, and... the only reason why I ask is because I didn't watch the cartoons, and I was talking to someone, and they said like. Oh, because the, the Inquisitor died, then they just fucked up canon. I was like, yeah, they're not going to do no, that. That's right. not, they're they're not, not gonna, that's, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah. No, that's and not so, a mistake they're going to make. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, and uh, again, a lot of it got pointed at um, Kennedy. And it's like, well, oh, she's got on. a very, very impressive resume. And she's not going to fuck with the entirety of the Star Wars yeah. canon just to like. Why Why did because... they frog leap Dave Filoni and go straight to Kennedy? Yeah. You yeah, know, I think we, like, well, I think we all know why. This is a rhetorical question. No, but it's just like the guy who's in charge of all the cartoons is like, yeah, totally cool. Like, yeah. Obviously, he would, you know, like... Not to get into spoiler territory too much, but the Star Wars celebration just wrapped up and they showed some footage of the Ahsoka show and it seems like they're about to canonize a lot of what happened in the Rebels cartoon in live action. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, like, I heard they casted, like, a new character, like Sabine, who's in the cartoon yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, um, she's one of them. Cool. Any closing thoughts before episode th- three? Yeah. I loved it and I thought it was cool to see that the force is something that could be lost if it's not exercised. Like your yeah. connection to it. I thought that was really interesting. Um because you just think of either like you have it or you don't, or something like that. Right. But to know that if you don't it's just like any other skill, even though it's like semi faith based, you know, like like any other skill, if you don't use it, you you lose it type thing. I thought that was semi faith based, but also it's like faith in yourself though. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's got like every like almost the, it's like psychological, it's faith, it's skill, yeah. it's like everything. It's one big giant force. Oh fuck, I get oh, it. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> I I loved it. I can't wait to see what happens next. I also lo- we didn't talk about this before, but I think one of my favorite things about it is that this movie kind of feels like episode three point five. It does. Ring. It kind of yeah. But, but they do these things where they have the blue text a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then at the end. It's the traditional blue text over mm-hmm. a starscape. And they didn't yeah. do that with the Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, they had yep. like no. the concept art to show no, you that true. it was different. And that's this is point. reminding you that like this is part of like this is yeah. closer to the movies than yeah. the other shows were trying to be. Actually, and that's a really, really good point. Yeah. And this really does feel like uh what it is gonna amount to be like a three hour movie because every episode yeah. is like a half yeah. hour long. So yeah. it's like we could actually watch this all together as probably like one long three hour movie. And like, and I can't wait to and see then how Rogue all... one. Yeah. And then but Andor like, and then Rogue I One. Just, yeah. I like how they're just pushing. Like, this is kind of like a long movie. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because no, it feels, um, awesome. feels like it. Any closing thoughts, Chris or Bracey? Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't think I realized because I, I'm not a fan of the prequels. I went back to rewatch them because uh, of a game I play called star Wars Armada. And I was play testing some of the, ships from the clone wars factions so i was like i should know what some of these things <laughs> should be doing or what they should feel yeah. like and i still don't really like them that much and you know uh, but because i don't really like them that much i didn't realize until watching obi-wan kenobi that i miss seeing uh ewan mcgregor as obi-wan kenobi mm-hmm. so it was it was yeah, nice man. to see him in that role again yeah. and um man i'm just here for leia and jimmy smith so i'm real i'm yeah. real excited about the direction <laughs> this year i was looking forward to between obi-wan and the, the inquisitors but um man they're they're really they're going all out in terms of really exploring some some history that That's um cool, yeah. that that i didn't think we'd ever get outside of maybe some fan fiction or some story so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah yeah i 
I, I just, I, I say my closing thoughts on this is, uh, it really, it really sets up the rest of the, uh, the series really well. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I think it, it hints at the direction that Disney has been looking at the star Wars franchise for a little bit as like, first of all, they, they're like, the timing is perfect. We hit this period of time and all the cast is like all the cast from the prequels is exactly the right <laughs> age. These stories one. Also what they, what they started to do with Mandalorian, this dynamic of like, like the old bringing in the new, even though that wasn't the character, like a character that we knew before this dynamic of, of seeing the older character playing like a, a, a shepherding in the younger character into this, in this day and age, I feel like this is like, if we watched this, uh, actress of, of a uh, princess Leia, um, continue on. Like, I think a lot of people will be on board to continue to see her play this role the same way that we are watching you and McGregor. McGregor continue to play this role and I think we'll watch you and McGregor all the way up into the we're watching the remake of Star Wars because <laughs> and I think that's really where I bet you this is uh, has been talked about and on the docket in the future because like why would they not if they I need to remake I, I can't see that I happening. can't think of no, anything maybe. failing think, harder than remaking maybe I'll I don't think you understand how old no. you are no, 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 I do. No, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you because I hear the way that a lot of younger fans talk about the original movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I agree with you. I just don't know. As long as Kathleen Kennedy is running Lucasfilm, I don't think she would, she would go for that. And uh, I, I think, I think maybe we're talking about the next. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, but I'm saying in tw like you play this 20 out, years. 10 years, 10 yeah. years, 15 years, 20 years. Where, when would these kids, when would the, yeah. the Princess Leia end up being the age of Princess Leia? And yeah, then I think point. there you, there you have it. Okay. On that note, I am really psyched for the next episode and awesome. um, I hope you guys will join us. We will see you on the next one.